0: Welcome to the catfish and crappie podcast. My name is Mark. And today we have a great guest, but let me get some business out of the way here. Um, The, the panfish nation uh, championship, the panfish tournament had to be postponed on account of weather. Um, oh, real quick. There's Brian B. Catfish. He's he's joining up. Welcome to the crew, Brian B. I think he had he's he's rejoining. But I appreciate you, Brian, as always. You're a good man. Uh, and hello, T. Bud. All right. So we had we had to postpone the the panfish uh, panfish nation's crappie tournament. The chant not crappie, but panfish tournament. Uh, it's a championship tournament that's going to take over you know a bunch of days, like four days, and then the championship and so on. We went over that last week quite a bit. Um, but we postponed it for weather because no one wants to fish in the rain when you're trying to do something fun like going after uh, going after bluegills and, and and crappie and stuff. So we're trying to keep it a fun tournament. We're going to postpone it. I think we're going to try and get it to the end of uh, the end of May. Um, maybe Memorial day weekend, maybe not. It depends on the contestants, uh, that were already entered. I need to check with them real quick. I'm going to have a, a, a talk with some of the other people that are involved in this and we'll, we will get it settled and we'll get it, we'll get it back up, but I appreciate y'all you for your understanding. All I know is it's probably going to be on a Sunday and it's still going to remain, uh, 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 four hours long, so not much is gonna change. Also, I want to thank Avid Fisherman uh for being a 12-month uh crew member. He says Mark is an awesome person, uh, and he was glad to meet me. All you're too kind. There's Brad over at Tidal Weights. How you doing, Brad? Also, last but not least, I need to thank the channel supporters, the companies that support the channels, not just the crew members. I need to thank Amped Outdoors. Uh, If you need lithium batteries, man, give them a call. Matthew over there, he knows his stuff. Uncle Lou's Tackle, get you some Uncle Lou's rods. Multibars, best rod rod holders on earth for your boat. And Port Barrington Marine, I need to give a big shout-out to uh, uh, JT and Jimmy. They help me a lot over there. Uh, There's some good people. Uh, Not only do they they support the channel, they also are the reason I have – uh, Lulu and DD Dee Dee behind me. They also breed French bulldogs. So, Hey, there's Laura, the explorer. And I saw, uh, there's a user named cat. What's going on, cat? How you doing? So cool. Hopefully you guys all met all you guys entered, or answered that poll at the top of the chat. I'd appreciate it. Um, for those of you listening on a podcast here on YouTube when we do this show live, sometimes uh, I have some people on here that we definitely have a little bit of online history with, and uh, Mark is one of them. We have this argument about what pizza is better, New Jersey pizza or Chicago pizza. Come on, man. Uh, two words for you, buddy. Lou Malnati's. That's it. That's just two words. I know it's hard for, for you to understand that. Lou Malnati's. Two words. So New get, Jersey,
1: two uh, words. <laughs> my goodness,
0: my goodness. So today's guest is Mark, M- how do you say your last name again? Muser. Muser, Mark
1: Muser. Yes, sir.
0: Also known as NJ Fishing Maniac. So what's going on, Mark? Where are you from, bud?
1: I'm in Pompton Lakes, New Jersey, North, North Jersey.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and how'd you get started fishing?
1: i started out uh actually i started out man when i when i was able to walk is when i started out fishing i was, i grew up fishing with my dad he, uh, yeah yeah he'd he'd bring me out uh out on his boat and we'd go bass fishing and trout fishing and pickerel fishing and all that good stuff and you know uh work my way into saltwater fishing as i got older <clears throat> and uh <laughs> Pickerel's
0: a big thing on the East Coast, ain't it, up in your neck of the woods, isn't it?
1: Yeah, pickerel is. uh, We tried to avoid those when we were fishing for, like, bass and stuff like that, Uh, but we'd always hook up to them, Um, and as I got older, I started to, once once I was able to drive, I kind of got into saltwater fishing, so I went down to uh, the Atlantic Ocean over here, off Jersey Shore, and went for some stripers and some flounder and all that stuff, and I've just been—I've been hooked on fishing since I was like three. Yeah.
0: yeah so you, now, now you guys call stripers rock bass over there, don't you?
1: No, we call them stripers.
0: Oh, you do? Okay, I, I mm-hmm. thought that part of that whole New Jersey co or New Jersey shore over there—I thought they were called rock bass, but I could be wrong. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're always stripers.
0: Yeah. J Dog's gone fishing. Says, "Man, NJ fishing made it on catfish and crappie before J Dog." He says, "You made it big time now." I don't know about all that. Yeah, big time Jay, right? J-Dog just doesn't know that I don't think my channel's worthy of his presence on here. We'll try and get (laughs) J-Dog down here pretty soon. Oh, Buck Williams has a question for you. And you, Mark warned me there might be some trolling in effect, but we're going to run with it. That's right. Buck Williams asks, how old was NJ when he left the Amish community?
1: I was probably about seven years old. (laughs) You're not really <laughs> cool. i don't know did i you? shaved look oh
0: <laughs> for those of you listening on a podcast uh, mark's got like a, i don't know i wouldn't call it an amish beard it's just a pretty yeah, it's young you you don't mind me asking you how old are you mark
1: no i'll be 36 in july yeah oh you're you're
0: not that young holy smokes you should be no, I ain't that a, young yeah you should be able to grow a better beard than that did i say that out loud
1: I can grow this for three years. It probably won't grow any more than another inch.
0: <laughs> Vitamin B twelve for you there. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you hang. out. I know you hang out on Hogleg Show. At least uh, when <clears throat> I first started chatting with you guys, with you a little bit, it was always yep. through there. And uh, uh, and it wasn't always. It wasn't fishing that I got my first exposure to you on there. Uh, there. There's a couple of different times I remember that really kind of come to memory. One is all those cats you feed in the middle of the night. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, no, I uh <clears throat> well I deliver for a bakery. Uh you know, my my mom runs a bakery here in Wayne. And uh I've been feeding these kittens for about a year and a half now. And every like four or five months they seem to have more. Um, so during my route at this one restaurant there's always three or four of them always hanging out behind the dumpster. And, you know, I'm, I'm an animal guy, man, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't hunt or anything like that. And, you know, I don't, you know, disregard people that hunt, uh, you know, it's a hobby and everybody has their own hobbies, but I was always, you know, kind of raised to take care of animals and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I saw these little guys hanging out behind the dumpster and, uh, I just started feeding them one morning and, every morning after that i was feeding them every single day and they just they just every day they'd come closer and closer to me and uh i started out with like six or seven of them and i think there's like three or four now uh i don't know if they you know just disappeared or if something you know got them or somebody took them or what but yeah i take i try to take care of the animals you know
0: yeah it's always kind of cool to see. They're always peeking their heads out underneath that fence over there behind the place. And and I remember that. There was also one time I remember uh, you walking your dog outside and, and and everybody got a chance to see your dog actually <laughs> defec- defecate on screen. So that tells yeah. you the, the type of entertainment that we, we enjoy here at Catfish and Crappie late, late, late at night, stuff like that. So you also do a little dumpster diving at night too for us, right?
1: yeah you know you know my mom does that all the time she i oh, mean huh? she's the one who's who got kind of got me into that she, she'll go like four days a week five days a week she'll after work she'll stop over at like the pharmacy dumpsters and you know all these or Shoprite or whatever supermarket dumpsters just to take a look and she finds all this stuff that, and you know petco dumpster and Big bags of dog well, like, you food. Know, when, you,
0: when you said you were going to do that, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's going to do that. And then you were pulling out some stuff. I'm like, well, I can, unbelievable the stuff that stuff that people throw out. It's not something that I do. But I had this idea that you need to swing over to the Bass Pro Shop. You got a Bass Pro Shop
1: by you? I don't have one real close by. Probably a couple hours over, I think, out in uh, Pennsylvania. How, uh,
0: how about a Cabela's? It's pretty much the same thing over there.
1: That's up in New York, yeah. It's a couple of hours north of me uh, too. It's
0: still a little so, ways. Cause that's yeah. those are the dumpsters you want to hit,
1: man. Yep. No, I know. The bait shops and stuff like We don't even have bait shops around here. I mean the closest one's thirty minutes away.
0: Well there's well, that's not that uncommon. And that's,
1: and that's only one. Well
0: that like guy's Maybe you need to open a bait shop, don't
1: you? Yeah, I know, it'd probably be a good idea. I mean, we just had one closed down up the road fifteen minutes from me and Another one closed down up the road about 20 minutes from me. So I don't know why they keep closing down. I, I, I don't
0: get it. You know, it's it's odd that, you know, you had mentioned there's no Cabela's and there's no uh, um, uh, Bass Pro Shops near you. You figure they'd be visiting those bait shops, but yep. for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, it, made,
1: it makes no sense. It makes so no I just sense.
0: Of, yeah, I want to remind everybody out there, check out the smaller shops. Find one that you like. Uh, I've heard a lot of horror stories and I've heard a lot of like yep. really, really cool stories about local bait shops and stuff and go in there, be friendly. Don't think they're going to tell you all these spots and stuff, at least not right off the bat, make a, get a relationship with the guys, spend some money in there. They'll appreciate it. Yeah. They can put food on their family's tables and such that that's kind of the way to go. But, uh, I've noticed a few out here that have closed as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens after the lockdowns. Cause so many more people are fishing these days. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely made a, a, a resurgence, so a yep. resurgency. Um, J-Dog's got a question. He says, uh, I got a question. Uh, can you ask, NJ, why he sent me a bad juju shirt?
1: Yeah. What's, going, an on?
0: What's going on with that?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I got a bad juju shirt, too, man, same one. I, have, I can't catch any fish either right now.
0: <laughs> is that what it is? Is he wearing is he wearing one of your t-shirts and and you're not catch he's not catching any fish? Is that what's going on?
1: Yeah, he was busting my chops this morning. I don't I he, he, I guess he went out yesterday and didn't have too much luck. <laughs> and uh his wife wore my shirt that I sent them. Are, so.
0: are are you uh um superstitious when it comes to fishing? You got any superstitions?
1: uh the you know, the one thing i have is i i i won't take the uh the lip grips and the scale out of the backpack of my little bait bag okay, okay. So hey, that's, that's the only one, thing i have
0: that's probably one that i can get on board with here, here i got a couple of silly ones if i'm out bait fishing i won't fill my bait bucket up with water until i get one fish
1: that's yep, that makes one. sense. Yep, that's the other one. one. Is yeah.
0: I I don't I don't touch my I I throw my net in my boat and I don't touch it until after I get hooked up. So other than that, those are pretty much the only two I have. Uh, I'm not really a, that big a superstitious guy until I start thinking about this. So, oh wait, there's another one. When I do uh no knot snell hooks, I gotta do the wraps in in numbers of seven. So it's either seven wraps, fourteen wraps, or twenty one wraps.
1: Mm, that's a good. That's, cool. that's a good one too. Yeah, I got weird things like I got some weird things like
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a superstition or if that's just, <laughs> just who knows. Yeah, yeah. It, it. You know the set this. Mm. Yeah. Seven wraps, the, the fourteen wraps, and twenty-one wraps depend on you know what kind of leader material and what size hooks I'm using, and or what kind of bait I'm using. The twenty-one wraps definitely seems over excessive, but when you're using like some of the softer baits, like like thawed shad or something like that, those extra wraps you can get that shad up on those wraps and it holds onto the bait a little better. So, but it's still a right. twenty-one. It's divisible by seven. So it's, God, that's weird. I don't know yep, why. Yeah, it is. That. Laura the Explorer. What's going on Laura? She was live streaming from the dock today. She just became a catfish and crappie crew member. I appreciate your support, Laura. You are the bomb. Thank you so much, dear. I appreciate you. Just kind of scrolling through trap, man. Chat is going crazy. Uh, Kenneth is reminding everybody to hit that thumbs up. I would appreciate it to go ahead and do that. So, so I noticed you have been doing a lot of live stream fishing. I mean, almost every day. Is that not correct?
1: Yeah, any, any day it's not raining or too windy, I've been trying to go out there. Because um, I go out, I, I work at like 3, 4 in the morning. Uh, I'm done, you know, around 8 or so. <clears throat> um, So I'll try to get out there for like at least 4 hours a day if I could, if the weather's good. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like, I don't know, I don't know, the weather everywhere kind of seems pretty iffy. Uh. But over here, it's like the water temperature, it, can't get, it just can't get to where it's got to be. And, you know, it's been, it's been slow. I mean, I, I've, I've pulled in only a, a couple catfish over the last couple weeks. And I'm just kind of waiting for it to, to turn. I'm thinking like the second week of May. I was looking at the weather for the future. You know, the future and you know I hear like stories.
0: I hear people say stuff like that all, all the time. All the time. And the uh, first thing that comes to mind is what, what, what would make you happy? What are you expecting to happen, NJ? What do you, you think is going to happen or what do you want to happen when you're out on the bank?
1: You know, if I'm fishing for four hours, which I normally do, that's what I usually try to do is four hours. Um, you know, at least at least a takedown an hour. I mean, I, I've only been catfishing for, I started catfishing in like June of last year. And that was for about four, four or five months, um, and then I started up again about a month ago. So I've really only been catfishing for like six or seven months, uh, and it seems like, you know, one or two takedowns every hour is a good day for me around here. So if I can get to that, you know, I'd be happy when, you know, four or five fish every live stream. That doesn't that, that make me happy. But I am going for size. I'm going for size. I'm, I'm trying to. And you you,
0: you get know. on some pretty good channel cat when you do. But, I, I you know, most of the country that, and, and especially when you're fishing from the bank, those are the, those are the kind of bites that I've been exposed to pretty much most of my life, too. So I just yeah. bring that up is because I don't want you to get distracted discouraged you'll 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 build up a bunch of spots you'll know what bites better where at what time of the year but but like you said you've only mm-hmm. been catfishing for a little time um and, and and i don't want you to get definitely don't want you to get discouraged for that so just keep at it keep mixing it up if you're not getting fish you know what they say they say move right yep 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 and you're even keeping yourself occupied you do a little pan fishing too while you're out there don't you
1: i I do, yeah, I do. I, mean, I try to catch some bluegills for bait. I even catch some perch and some crappie along the way, you know. So I know being in your, uh,
0: uh, I know being in your live streams that uh, people get just a bigger kick out of seeing you catch those panfish too. They are kind of brokenhearted to see you throw them all back, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I. Uh, <clears throat> what am I going to do? I, I really around here with a ten-inch sunny. I I'm not going to catch anything great. I don't think anything's going to hit it. You know, I just... We don't have, like, you know, I mean... We don't have huge blue cats or flatheads or anything over here. Uh, you know, I think it'd just kind of be a, a little bit of a waste to, to kill them or whatnot. So, I like
0: that.
1: Do you eat fish? I do. Yeah, I do. Yep. Okay. i never had bluegill. Oh, you know, once you have
0: them, it, man, it's it's like... I don't know what to tell you. Once you have them, 'em, they're yeah. pretty good. They're they're just as good as friggin' crappie as far as I'm concerned. They're great eaters.
1: They're- I've I've never had crappie. And it's a no. oh,
0: they're good too. Have you had yellow perch?
1: I have. Yes, I have. Did you, did I you like one. it? I did. I loved
0: it. Yeah. Oh, then you'll yeah. love you'll love crappie or, or bluegill even more than that. So, yeah. As far yeah. as I'm concerned.
1: Oh, trying out, man.
0: Indiana Chris says, Do you have any catfish and crappie gear? Don't know what that's about.
1: No. Uh, Mark's gear? No, I do not. If I, I, think
0: I sent it. you some stickers, didn't I?
1: Yes, I have your stickers. Yes, I have your stickers. All right,
0: yeah. good. Then you got those at least. And if yep, anybody yep. wants any gear, you can go on my main page and click on the link. It'll send you over to the spreadsheet. Or spreadsheet and uh, there's there's a lot of cool uh, hoodies and stuff on there. So if you're interested in supporting the channel that way and getting a cool, cool article of clothing, Uh, A lot of people have been seeing. I've been seeing them all over TikTok. I've been seeing them all over YouTube and Facebook and stuff. And it always kind of sets me back a little bit. It's always kind of fun to see uh, and a little off putting, but that's just me. Uh, J Dogs Confusion says 82 people and not many thumbs up. Let's go. Let's get the thumbs up going for Mr. Mark. Thank you. Come on. You got to
1: hit that thumbs up. Thank you, J
0: Dog. I appreciate it, bud. Here's a little statement over from my buddy Brad over at Tidal Weights and Sinkers. He says, catfishing will teach you patience and reward uh, when it, and you'll, and you'll be rewarded when it turns on. Definitely. Well, what's your biggest channel? What's your biggest channel cat you got so far?
1: A uh, little over 17 pounds. How big? little over 17 pounds.
0: 17. That's a heck of a channel cat. Man. <clears throat> that's something to be proud of. I mean, have you heard of, like any monsters coming out of the water as you fish?
1: uh not really no honestly no yeah i heard uh i heard uh, actually this morning one guy was saying he caught a couple 12 and 13 pounders uh but that's the biggest around here that i've heard um my biggest prior to the 17 pounder that i caught was a little over nine pounds and that was in the summer last year so
0: see look at that you're a local legend already
1: bud yeah, yeah, that's it's pretty cool, right? Not Well, not a lot of people catfish around here, but still, yeah, that's it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, somebody always told me, they're like,
0: you know, if you're going to catch, let's say, that 17-pound fish, there's more likely it's an 18-pound fish in that same water.
1: I agree. Yeah, so I agree. You
0: just, just yeah. got to keep thinking that way. And if, and if you're out there listening and a podcaster out there in chat, you guys all know what I'm talking about. You know, you got to just keep that mind focused, and you, you got to keep your eye on the prize. And, 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 yeah. and if you look at the whole journey in general rather than just the scale numbers or the quantity numbers, you're, you're going to be much happier for it. So Danny Stone has a comment here. Danny says, NJ does a great live stream. He doesn't catch fish, but he don't need to. Still a great live. It's a a compliment coming from Danny Stone. (laughs) It is. It is.
1: (laughs) Danny's all right.
0: (laughs) And big deal, who cares, says, and a bad day of fishing is better than a good day at work. You are not kidding.
1: That's true. That's
0: true. Absolutely. Lance says, yeah, you throw a lot of good bait
1: away, too. I do, Lance. That's right.
0: <laughs> and Melissa's reminding me to let you guys know to go over to Mark's channel, and if you're not subscribed, go over there and subscribe. You can watch him go live uh, whenever he does. Turn on the bell notification; it's a good deal. I also have his uh, channel link in the description, both here on um, on YouTube, and it will be on the podcast as well. So if you want to check him out there, or you can come over to YouTube and just enter in "NJ Fishing Maniac" all one word, and he'll pretty much come up. Uh, You
1: also do some carp fishing, don't you? I do. Yeah, I do. Yep.
0: Tell me a little bit about that. What is it about carp fishing that get that keeps you doing it?
1: Uh, Just the fight, honestly. Um, I used to I used to carp fish years back with my uh, my trout my trout rods my little five foot ugly six and I used to just toss corn out in this lake and man five to seven pound carp or a blast to catch on them trout rods. Um <clears throat> I met a uh I met this one guy, Attila, a buddy of mine now. I met him I met him twenty twenty one? No, twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, I met him in twenty twenty. Uh the fall of twenty twenty. And he he came over from Hungary like nine years ago and he's just big carp guy, and he's got all this all this equipment and all this stuff that, you know, everybody in Europe has, and he's just always on these fish, and I hung out with him a couple times, went fishing with him a couple times, and uh, we were just catching, catching these nice carp, and uh, I figured I'd go out, you know, a couple times myself, and, you know, I did what he he would do, and I think that was... I didn't fish 2021 so that was in 2022 and that was I think in March of last year and I, I did well for like two months um, and then I I think that's when I found hog led in them uh, and all you guys and I switched over to catfishing, and I kind of got hooked into that in the beginning of the summer of last year and now I kind of go back and forth between the two depending on how the carp bite is going, how the catfish bite is going. And uh, the, cat, the carp bite slowed down for me uh, last uh, about a week and a half ago. So I kind of went back over to catfish and caught a couple of them. And I'm, I'm kind of sticking on that now because I think the pre spawns coming up, and I think it's, it's going to heat up. So I'm just going to go at it every day. As long as it ain't raining, I'll be out there.
0: Yeah, you have any idea when the catfish spawn starts out your way?
1: Yeah, it's uh, the end of May.
0: End of May, so it's coming up, which is, you know, it's good. you just switch over to carp and get on them bad boys. I mean, they're a blast to catch.
1: I, yeah, they are.
0: They are. Carp, carp is how I pretty much started fishing with my grandfather. He was a big carp fisherman. Nothing fancy like, you know... um like method leads and all of that, uh, yeah. he just he just taught me to the canned corn and and number two eagle claw hook and that that worked for us. But it's a little different here than it is in other parts of the world, definitely, especially the pressure wise, because they're really not that pressured here in the United States as of yet.
1: So yeah, so- right.
0: Hey, real All quick, right. Wayne Hosker with a five dollar super chat. He says, Good show, Mark. Here's one pound of bacon. I appreciate <laughs> you. There you go. You're always supportive, man. It's always good to see you in chat, not just because because of the super chat every now and then. It, you're just a good dude. It's always good to see people come back week after week. So uh let's see what else we got going on in chat. I kind of fell a little behind. They're really chatting it up in here, Mark. So what yeah. what do you are, are do you use like the method leads and the uh the boilies, the whole deal for carp?
1: I use the method feeders. Um, I don't really use the boilies. I don't know. I'm not really, I'm not huge on the hair rigs. Uh, I'll just, I'll make my own pack bait and I'll put them on the method leads and I'll just keep like strawberry corn or pineapple corn or plain corn about six to eight inches away from the method leader. And, you know, I'll just toss it out there and just hope for the best, you know?
0: Man, you do pretty good. I've seen you catch a few carp on your lives.
1: Yeah, last year was good. Uh, this year and I caught a couple. Yeah. I think it's a little over, a little over thirteen pounds, but
0: And you had mentioned like sure. using ugly sticks and what kind of reels are you using for carp? Oh
1: man. Uh, that was when I, when I first started like catching carp. Well, I, I mean like no.
0: what do you what are you using now? I didn't recognize this stuff. Or are you just using the Uncle Loose stuff that I see you
1: using? Well I got I got the Piscafung reels on there. Um, on my on my trout rods uh but right now I got a a Shimano uh, bait runner for carp mm-hmm. um but growing up I'd have the ugly sticks with the with the fluger reels yeah that's what I I, I use a fluger a lot for uh trout fishing
0: Adventures with Robin C, a crew member. What's up, Robin? How you doing? She says listening, but wanted to say happy birthday, J-Dog. As your number one fan, I wanted to be the first. So it's a day early. Now we know J-Dog's birthday is tomorrow. So happy early birthday, J-Dog. Also, I think he's having a birthday stream on uh, J-Dog's Gone Fishing this Friday uh, with a bunch of cool guys up there. They're going to be fishing with them. But J-Dog didn't invite me to go up there and fish. So mm. uh He's going to have to wait even <laughs> longer. He's going to have to wait even longer to be on my show now, so.
1: <laughs> happy
0: birthday regardless, Jay dog <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jay Dog, if you guys are listening, Jason is a good 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 guy and in, in, out of Kentucky he fishes the Ohio yep. River. He does uh, uh really well. He's got some big fish under his belt and I like to give him a lot of uh hard times just because he gives it to me twice as bad. So He's gonna sure get his going. So, what's going on, LG Bass? He's a crew member. Got to make sure we shout out all the crew members, definitely as they're coming in. LG was out there fishing today on the dock uh, with <clears throat> with Laura the Explorer, and I know they were on fire today. So that's that's good to see. Um, when I was carp fishing, I'd loved using those those. Uh, um, like you did the, the ugly sticks. there's something about you know they're, they're, they're a pretty flimsy rod, uh, more or less on the on the noodle spectrum of a rod. yeah, at least yep, the ones yep. you can pick up at like Walmart or something which which worked for me. that in combination with a a, a medium spinning rod, maybe a, a spinning reel, like a 2000 series, uh, mm. with either light mono or, or I would always use like a 10 or, or a 14 pound braid. I always got braid laying around here, so I would use them. Uh, you know, bottom rig set up with, with a little bit of canned corn. And they're always fun. I do that a lot before the flatheads. At least I used to up until this year, until the flatheads would wake up. I got a couple of good carp spots too, but you know what, what did pique my interest? One of my catfish spots, there's a, um, a gentleman whose name is, uh, um, Hagen, not Hagen grubs, but another local guy his his first name's Hagen. He does fly fishing for, for carp when they're, when they're getting, when when they're getting ready to spawn. And that looks like a good time. It's just a small little, uh, small little hook, and he puts a little sponge on there, puts a couple drops of either the pineapple, like you said, or strawberry yep. oil, casts it out there. LJ, man, I have never seen it like this before. There's literally like like fifty, sixty of them in this pot, all with their little mouse up at the top of the water, like maybe a hundred yep. feet off the bank. He, he casts out there to them, and man, do they take him for a ride with that fly rod? It looks
1: like oh a- yeah, man. It was a blast like
0: that. Danny Stone says, "NJ's dad watches him fish while doing his chemo. Uh, good son fishes for his pop's prayers." Uh, to your dad, brother Danny. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of us in and on the in the Hoglegs channel family uh, know that uh, NJ's father is going through some hard times with cancer, and he's been he's got a long hard road of chemo ahead, doesn't he, uh, Mark?
1: Yep, he's but doing good.
0: Going, well, I just brought that up. I don't mean to make him all emotional, I think, but make sure you no, we're good. NJ, we're good. Make, make sure you keep NJ's dad in your prayers. You want to tell us what your dad's name is? His first name?
1: Yeah, his name is Mark. Yep, Mark is and it's Mark yeah. as
0: well. I've seen him come to your chats, too. So we're thinking about you, Mark, if you're watching your son tonight. So. And NJ's spamming the chat. He says he may be live tomorrow for his birthday. You never know. <laughs> all right so back back to carp fishing what's your pb carp, mark
1: uh actually 22 pounds yeah 22 pounds common carp. yeah
0: and it's a common you ever get into like the mirrors or or grass carp up there
1: i caught a mirror carp it was a little over 15 pounds
0: that's a big mirror
1: yeah there's no grass uh no grass carp over here no okay nope those
0: are pretty cool, fun to catch. Every now and then I, I might see one on the river. Like right now in the next couple of weeks when I get out chasing catfish here, which is going to happen real soon, uh, they're getting ready to do their thing on the river just because the temperatures are, are a lot cooler. And I've seen them, NJ, like three and a half, four feet long. No joke. Oh, yeah. They yeah. are yeah. my monsters. big And I know it was a female because there was two males swimming around her. It was the coolest thing. It almost looked like a – and Frank oh, – Frank, would know it was almost like some some asian tattoo some japanese tattoo it was pretty cool to see in real life now i know where it came from yeah. but i wouldn't even know where to start to fish for carp out of a boat but i'm gonna i'm gonna maybe we'll give that a shot definitely so what else you got going on with your channel mark let's start at the beginning tell us about how you got your channel started
1: i started i started august of 2020 um i was doing a fluke fishing, which is another name for summer flounder and uh i figured i don't know maybe i would start a youtube channel and i was down there maybe forty five days out of fifty days in that summer because that was uh the pandemic started and i think uh march 2020 so I went down there probably June through, no, no, May. I think fluke season's May, yeah. So it was the end of May through, like, the end of August. I was down there, like, almost every day driving over an hour. And uh, I think I caught uh, over 400 fluke, and only 16 of them were keepers. So there was a lot of, like, you know, 10, 12-inch guys, uh, the size limit was 18 inches. Um, and I, I I ran that right into a little bit of catfishing and a little bit of carp fishing. Uh, just because, you know, trout fishing and bass, bass fishing, it's tough to live stream and, and kind of do all that when you're walking a river and you're casting. You're doing all that stuff. So. Cat, Catfishing and a carp is like the best, best thing to do if you're going to do live streams and all that, all that stuff.
0: They, they definitely do lend themselves to live streaming because you got a little bit of downtime. Your, your, your poles are stationary. You're not walking. I know I've, uh, yep. um, I've done a few crappie fishing live streams, even as of in the last couple of weeks. And it, it's, it's kind of hard keeping up with chat and stuff. I can understand that. I can imagine if you're walking a bank or in a stream or something, I'm um, yep. still trying to figure out how to do that. Right. But you're, you're, you're 100% correct so um it's a lot easier to do with catfishing and it's also good because catfishing you know it's it it it, you got some time on your hands it's good to have all the people out in chat keeping you company am i wrong
1: that's you know that's what makes it that's what if it wasn't for everybody in the chat hanging out with you while you're live i mean i'd probably fall asleep waiting hours for for something to happen honestly god um everybody who comes and joins the live streams, so i'm doing that is is what keeps what keeps me going and, and and going fishing every day uh i i enjoy it and i love it um but like i think brad said before you gotta you gotta you gotta have patience when you're when you're catfishing and, and carp fishing so
0: I, yeah, you definitely do. You know what? You yeah. know what helps if you're a little lazy like me, because then you got no problem just sitting there and hanging <laughs> out, waiting for that bite. So, Uncle Lou's in the house. What's up, Uncle Lou? He says, "Is this the famous Yeller Belly catcher from New Jersey? You get on some pretty big bullheads, don't you?" And <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, there's uh, there's some decent sized bullheads here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I don't want to catch them, but yeah, I get on them. <laughs> Which
0: why don't you want to catch them? You know, bullheads matter too. Bullheads are not only fun to catch, but they're good eating too, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, oh, you know, I, I heard they I've never,
0: I've never eaten a bullhead, but I'm willing to try. Maybe I'll do on this summer. I use them for bait. I have a hard time, but we never get them the size you get. Tell us a little bit about the size of the bullhead you're
1: catching. <clears throat> uh, I think the biggest bullhead I caught was. A little under three, just under three pounds. That was, was, was a brown bullhead. Um, a, couple the, a couple of the yellow bullheads are decent size. I caught one, I think, I think it was like four days ago. I caught one that was probably, I don't know, 14 inches long, 12, 12 14 inches long.
0: Did you look up what your state record is on those?
1: On um, the yellow, I don't remember. Uh, The brown, I think, is a is like a little over four pounds.
0: You know, you need to write that down somewhere so you remember because you might catch one of these one of these days and it might be a state record. And there you go. You need to keep that in the back of your head because you've gotten on some pretty big ones and, and you're not that far away from a record. Am I wrong?
1: No, that's true. Yeah, no, no, you're not wrong. That's uh, Especially in the river, the one river that's over here, the Passaic River, definitely holds some big bullheads in there.
0: You know, I'm not going to target them, but I would love, I target them for bait. I would love to get a, a state record bullhead. I think that would be.
1: Cool yeah, it would be neat. Yeah, it'd be neat. Absolutely. It'd be cool.
0: Danny Stone says, NJ, you and I have talked about saltwater fishing. Where, uh, where do you like to go? What, where do you like to do? And what are your favorite saltwater species?
1: Well where do you uh, like to go and
0: what are your favorite species? I'm pretty sure is what Danny meant.
1: Well I'd have to say the Jersey shore over here, uh off the coast and off the coast over here. Um I would say striped bass would definitely be one of my favorites. Um striped bass and, and fluke flounder. Uh I enjoy blue fishing too. Um because they're like they're like fighting a you know, a 15 fifteen pound bluefish, it's, man, that's a—it's like fighting a forty pound striper. I mean, they're—they're they're really, really strong fish. Them bluefish—they're—they're so. they're,
0: they're drag peelers, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they are. They really are. Reminds me of uh, salmon fishing when I go up north, um, a little past Syracuse, up by Lake Ontario. It mm-hmm. uh, reminds me of like a freshwater salmon. Uh, those bluefish, for pound for pound, they are just one of the strongest fish. Um, really? See now you piqued sure. my interest.
0: I know that a lot of striper guys, at least the ones I've seen on YouTube and stuff, they're, they they kind of like they're not really happy when they catch a bluefish because they're looking for no, striper. No, right?
1: right? Yep, absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, when I go striper fishing, I don't really look for bluefish either. But if I oh, catch yeah. them, it's not like it's it's a hassle or anything like that. Uh, for stripers. I find I catch more stripers when I fish off the beach using chunks of bunker, which is like a, I don't know, maybe like a shad, I guess. Um, is it
0: is it like a herring? I've heard people talk about bunker a lot, especially Timmy over um, at Chesapeake Bay uh, uh, Catfish, and he, he explained it to me a long time ago, but I forgot. But I think it's closer to a to a herring, isn't it? Kind of a greasy fish.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, it's 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 called a bunker fish. It's like Menhaden or something. I forget yep. exactly the 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 name of it. Uh, but I find I catch more stripers using that and clams than I would uh, bluefish. If I was tossing lures like you know topwater poppers or big crocodile spoons or something like that, probably end up hooking up for more bluefish than stripers. Um, but it's been it it's actually been a couple of years since I went. <clears throat> since i went saltwater fishing
0: so yeah i know i don't know anything about saltwater fishing so i'm always interested in in how it's done and and what what's involved in doing all of that stuff what's involved in catching like the species of that so is it do you do more bait fishing for uh for for the for stripers or do you are you tossing plugs at them
1: uh maybe a little bit of both um more more just bait fishing bottom fishing sort of like you would be catfishing mm-hmm. and uh you know have your rod holders out in the out in the beach on the sand uh but i also i've been out on a boat a lot for them and that's where my pb striper uh actually you know what my pb striper came when i was about 15 years old and we never weighed it it was it was probably over 50 pounds um my my stepdad actually he was the one who grabbed it out of the water. It took me like forty five minutes to fight this sucker. And uh I had a crowd of people around me. I was like fifteen years old. We were out in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And uh <clears throat> that was that was definitely my biggest striper. I caught that on 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 clams. Um and then my the, the my biggest recorded striper was was about forty four pounds, and that I caught on a bunker. But they were alive. We were a live lining bunker off a boat, and uh, they were they were just slamming top water everywhere. And that was that was a good time. We I think we me and my cousin landed, and me and my cousin and the captain uh, we had our limit there that day. And striper is actually really good eating, too. So it's not just a fun fight; they're awesome eating. Good to eat, huh? Well, there you go. Yeah. I yeah got, did,
0: you know, I, I, I hear striper, and the first thing I'm thinking is a pretty heavy bloodline in them. Is that is that true? Is that just something you cut out when you're preparing them to eat? Or? Yeah, no,
1: they're, 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 there's, a, there's a heavy bloodline in them. Um, but it, if you <clears> – <throat> I, I used to soak them in milk. Okay. The fillets. I soak them in milk overnight, and it actually – it made the fillets a little – not so, not so much dark meat. There's a lot of dark meat on it. A lot of dark meat on the fillets that you could just fillet. You could also cut out the middle and fillet off the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they are. They're they're like bluefish. They're they're a little darker. Uh, I say you've eaten
0: bluefish too.
1: I have. I, yeah. They're a little greasier, but I have eaten blues. Just the smaller ones, maybe like the three or four pounders. I won't eat anything bigger than that for bluefish. But I, I, you know anything fried. Honestly, I think it's good I mean, you to, really can not go wrong with frying I anything. have
0: to agree with you on that one i haven't much yeah. I haven't had much fried fish that I didn't really like, so i yep. can try a couple of weird ones this year, but stay tuned for that um Laura's talking about man again she says it's mushy uh it i she yep. says she doesn't find it stay on a hook but uh, don't mean you can't catch fish. There's, where there's a will, there's a way. You just got to keep rebate and stuff. Uh, so, what else you got planned for your channel, NJ?
1: Hey, Mark. Yeah. Hey, one second. Let me just take a look at this real quick. Hold on a second. <sighs> oh, second. look
0: at this. He brought pizza. He's eating people hmm. in podcast land. He's showing me. I a just want Sloppy, floppy piece of pizza right there.
1: There's not too much flimsiness there, but. I just wanted to, you know, get a little bit, a little bit here. I got what do I got? Hold on a
0: there isn't even pepperoni on there. What's the matter with you?
1: Oh, Mark, come oh, on! You know I got pepperoni
0: on that one.
1: <laughs> you know I got half pepperoni, extra cheese here. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to bring the Jersey pizza on here.
0: I knew it. You were Ooh. gonna do it. Oh, look at this! Now he's eating on air. Oh my God! I want you to know that. We're both losing because they think we're both knuckleheads rather than voting for a pizza. They're, we got fifty-four percent of the vote, in there is that we are both knuckleheads. And I'd have to agree with that too.
1: I had to take just one bite, and I had to show you. That's okay.
0: You just made me. <laughs> I'm going to go. Have to get me some food after this uh, pizza in the house, though. At least we're not we're not fighting over frozen pizza. That would be a crime, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, that would be a crime. <laughs> So, are you going live tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow? Uh, what do we got tomorrow? The weather actually might be okay tomorrow. So, yeah, maybe I'll be live around 9 or 10 in the morning. Um, um,
0: are you going to go to the place that you're worried about bears coming after you?
1: <clears throat> yep. I'm going to be back there tomorrow just because uh, I do have one other lake that I could try. Um, but he's got to get me a badge it's a it's like a It's like a community lake, sort of where I was in the beginning of the week. Okay. at the end of last week. Um, it's called Highland Lakes in New Jersey, but uh, I kind uh, of really we, don't, we, don't,
0: we don't we don't name lakes on the show. <laughs> let's hold on, let's back up here real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but we can't just <laughs> let this go where you're worried about getting eaten by a bear while you're fishing.. it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember coming into that stream and you started talking about, oh, I'm, I'm got to keep my head on a swivel because of bears and stuff. And I thought you were full of it, but you were dead serious.
1: Yeah, no, this put yeah. This, this lake that I go to is definitely the town, ta- the the county, and the town is polluted with bears. Yeah, and uh, you know it's it, it is pretty creepy over there uh, when you're fishing by yourself. Sometimes I I wish cars would pull down by the boat ramp. This why I know I'm not alone, you know, because I, I don't have a gun or anything like that on me so, when I'm fishing.
0: So do people, uh, do, do, do people, have people been attacked by bears at your fishing spots?
1: Have you heard uh, of I haven't heard of any, pe- any people at that spot I haven't heard of, but there was a, somebody posted a YouTube video of a bear actually drowning a deer right across from where I fish at that lake. Same lake, just about a you know hundred fifty uh-huh. yards across. us. Uh, somebody had a, has a YouTube video up of a bear drowning, you know, killing and eating a deer there. Um, and maybe about five miles up the road, uh, there was a bear attack. I want to say five years ago that killed that killed two kids Ooh, uh, they were that were yeah. hiking. Yeah, and yeah, you don't carry no bear Rutgers. spray even with you. No. Oh, I got a bear horn. Yeah, I just got a bear horn.
0: What is a bear horn? I've never heard of a bear horn.
1: It just uh <laughs> sounds like a car horn. It's just a horn
0: is it like an air yep, horn little, in a
1: can? Yep, it's exactly what it is.
0: Yep. Two oh hmm. five wild action.
1: Okay, Two
0: oh five wild action says it? bears like pizza too.
1: <laughs> I ain't gonna bring no pizza with me when I'm fishing over there, so Two oh five. I didn't mean
0: I didn't mean to interrupt you there. What were you gonna say about the bears? Are you gonna Are you gonna get yourself some some bear spray? I hope.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely gonna get me some bear spray because, uh, especially if I plan on going there in the morning and still so dark a little bit, like today. It was uh, it was creepy driving down there. I mean, it takes a lot to scare me, and I'm I'm not afraid of many people, but when it comes to bears and being out in the woods in the middle of you know. Night like that, yeah. I don't mess around with that.
0: Now, what's this about? Robin says, any loose dogs running up to you lately?
1: Oh, yeah, no, no, not, none lately. That happened to me, I think, last year twice. Um, once at Pompton Lake when I was carp fishing, and once when I uh no, that was a bunch of kids. That was a bunch of kids when I was catfishing uh, that one lake. It was like a Boy Scout thing with like 20 kids came running up and then going all near my fishing rods and throwing rocks and all this stuff.
0: Big deal. Who cares? She's got a good idea here, whether it's good or not. I don't know. It <laughs> says, keep your catch close to you and toss it to the bear, then run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Might be a good idea. Yeah, McCann, I just it sounds sit- like it would be a good idea. I just sit in my car like I was this morning.
0: Yeah, K.Y. Redneck is saying the, the same thing. He says take a safety horn, uh, like from a boat. Uh, it's called a bear horn, uh, and it charges or charges. Oh wait, he says use a boat horn, bear horn. They charge you five extra bucks for them, is what he's saying.
1: Okay, there you go. Yeah, the bear horn's pretty loud. It, you know, it's I haven't had to use it yet, thank God. Uh, but yeah, it's I think it'll it'll do the it'll do the job until I get you know some bear bear spray. Uh, but i don't i don't plan on really having to worry about bears honestly i'll fish here a handful more times but is that one, Is that one of your
0: better spots to fish in or do you got better spots you could fish
1: well for size this isn't one of the better spots um you know i was fishing there today and somebody some guy came down there and he was talking to me and he said he catches uh you know, 12, he, he's pulled some 12 and 13 pounders out of there, which is a nice channel cat. Um, and it's more over the summer is, you know, I, was, I, caught, I caught a handful. I caught a decent amount over the summer. Um, but for size, I think we probably won't get over like 12, 13 pounds here. Um, there was a couple guys that came down there after that guy who told me that and they said uh they use uh chopped venison and chunks of steak and they pulling the catfish left and right there in the yeah. summer so i i've never heard of steak or venison for them you know i just started i just started using bluegill th- this year uh-huh. for them because uh i had so much i had so much luck on them last year with, with playing chicken breast that i didn't want to you know mess with anything else um i think these guys might
0: be Pulling your leg—I <laughs> don't know what else to say. I know that you'll catch catfish on pretty much anything that's that's that, but throwing away you know steak and venison is sounds kind of ridiculous to me. You feel free it to does. try. It. I don't think I don't think you're going to do any better. I'd rather see you do. You try to use chicken, and I'm not a chicken user. You guys all know that. Rather than throw good steak or venison away, venison's gonna kind of I better. agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. The people are willing to try anything for catfish. They were using zote soap for how long?
1: Yeah, zote soap. Yeah, I did hear that. I heard that. Yeah, yep.
0: That that was a big <clears> fan <throat> here on YouTube for a long time. Parker Pursuits is saying, take a fat take friend a with fat. you. If a bear comes out, push them down and run.
1: <laughs> oh, Jerry. Leave it to Jerry to say something like that.
0: And Danny Stone says, bear spray doesn't work on bears who like spicy food. They just slick it off their face while they're eating you. <laughs> Never thought of it that that way. Well, NJ, it was a lot of fun talking to you tonight. You got anything? You want to shout anybody out? You want to say hello to anybody? We're definitely going to keep your dad in our thoughts and prayers. Where where can they find you uh outside of uh YouTube? You got any social media you want to plug or not?
1: No, I just got got Facebook, Mark Muser, my name, that's it. I got got, uh, NJ Fishing Maniac on there as well. Um, I I don't really keep up on that channel on on, on Facebook. Um, Uh I I really just got my YouTube channel kind of going. But other than that, you know, it's kind of, you know, everybody really sees me everywhere. I'm I'm on everybody's channel and, uh, you know, everybody kind of, supports each other and uh i appreciate you having me on here man it was cool that time went by quick man 55 minutes already yeah it goes yeah, pretty it quick, quick. It goes, yeah it
0: goes quick when you're, you're chatting it up so i appreciate you having on there i want to thank you for for giving us an hour of your time it's always good to have cool people like you on there so uh i look forward to seeing you doing a lot of live fishing you getting on that big 20 plus pounder here in this this season. I think you'll definitely get I think it's possible, trust me. Don't doubt yourself. You gotta so. believe it. Keeps you out there, man. I want to thank everybody in yeah, chat huh? for tuning in. If you haven't uh gone over and checked out uh uh Mark over at NJ Fishing Maniac, it's NJ Fishing Maniac all one word on YouTube. Go check it out. There's links in the description. You can get there really, really quick. Thanks to all the channel members. Thank you to my mods. I appreciate everybody. Uh, Next week, uh, we will be in Mendota. Um, I talked a little bit with Lyle. We might just do an extended uh, Catfish Weekly uh, show on Monday. Um, I'll be doing uh, a... a little something on the side over there uh but we will you'll also be able to see me on panfish nation on thursday night uh live from mendota um members i do plan on doing some uh live streams at least for a little while um during the week while i'm out fishing so just keep your bell notification rung and uh you'll know when i go when i go live for for my members i appreciate you guys so i'll give you some attention so all right guys uh god bless you have a great uh have a great night. Have Have a great week until next time. Get out there and fish. God bless. Bye-bye.